Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is everyone? Welcome to the Nerd On Update, the show that is weekly that we talk about the things in the news that excite us. And at the end of the show, we answer questions from you, the, the people. people. Uh, uh, to go get things, home! Sorry. To, to get things started off here, I would like to pass it to Tom. Okay. Wow. So, so the oh. big news uh, for me is not only of DC. I feel like DC boy is actually not. I should be the DC dude just to have like, you know. DC dude <laughs> to keep the D. A little bit more. But um, so uh, by this time, everyone has might have heard uh, Hollywood is trying to start back up, right? Nothing could go wrong. A, yeah, nothing at all. Pandemic. No, it's but totally fine. A lot of things can go wrong, Reality such is. as the Batman oh, has halted production, and everyone, um, let's say, jizzed their pants when they saw the the teaser that was presented at DC Fandom, directed by I Matt know Reeves, I did, starring yep. Robert Pattinson, and um. The production uh, had only shot 25% of the film and had more to show than Suicide Squad did. But uh, they were going to continue production in London, um, and they are already halted. Um, after, I believe, was it three days of production, um, they shut down because— uh, And this is so far a rumor. I'm using Los Angeles Times as the source. Um, a person on the production who is not authorized, so it's an anonymous tip, that Robert Pattinson is the one who has— uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Um, and uh, from my, oh, not Britain, uh, not London, Britain. Um, that's where they're shooting it. And um, from my experience of the industry of where I work and stuff like that, um, that is the, it's kind of like in Will Smith's film of Concussion where they start talking about like CTE of what football players, like this is like that boogeyman. We're now giving it the face of like, what can we do if we can't start production? Because no one could really, um, guarantee safety and all that stuff and um, make no, no light of it where this has so far been the most uh, fatalities in U.S. history yeah. compared to everything that we've been through. Um, so everyone is trying to make sure that, one, also the unions feel safe to bring in the people that they're bringing into production safe. Uh, so Batman is halted. Also, um, probably the most famous person in the entire world, I would say, um, at least the biggest influencer on yeah. Instagram, um, the Rock and his family of two kids and wife um, all contracted COVID-19 and made an announcement, um, talked about it on Instagram Live um, and uh, or Instagram IGTV and talked a little bit about wear your mask and when you're inviting friends over, be careful. That's when, you know, he's someone that, as you could tell by his physical regimen, um, takes uh, health and uh, his very life seriously. very seriously. So, um, you know, if you're going to invite people that you trust who have been quarantined very well and smart. Um, they didn't know. Um, th the friends that he uh, hung out with didn't know they had it, and they felt really bad about it. And there's a guilt level involved with it. So if you're going to do a thing, you have to be even more um, precautious about it. Um, which leads me to the last bit um, of the news uh, for my part, which is, again, more Hollywood hubbub. Um, and I feel bad for saying it that way because it's actually a really big deal. Is... Um, Ray Fisher, who uh, played Cyborg in Justice League, or just Justice League, because we have yet Shout to out. actually see him, um, has uh, slowly, since probably the beginning of this year, talked about the um, terrible things that happened on the set of oh. the Justice League film. Um, Caitlin, I'm sorry you didn't know about this. But, uh, I haven't and, seen Justice League. And uh, he has kind of created this movement in almost the same fervor as Snyder Cut, where um, accountability over entertainment. 
mm-hmm. and talking about the gross um, uh, behavioral. treatment behavioral yeah. of of cast members, such things as like wanting to do the flash falls on Wonder Woman's breasts scene, and Gal Gadot did not want to do it, so they just brought in a stunt woman to do it instead. Um, that um, studio execs let Joss Whedon just kind of parade around as if he was the king of everything while also trash-talking Zack Snyder's film. And this is VFX people who are talking about that that Kevin Smith has corroborated on. Um, And uh, this also Also, comes... Hmm? Go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, but also beyond just this man... Talking yeah. about and, and and this is kind of like the the imbol- the entitlement or the encouragement from John Berg, who has directed a slew of Warner Brothers films and or not directed, produced a slew of Warner Brothers films and also Jeff Johns, who was at the time known as the DC film guy. Wow. Uh, Walter Hamada is the current one, and it goes as far as up to Walter Hamada, where uh, Ray Fisher had talked about like, hey, like these are things happening, and Walter Hamada said, you know. From Ray Fisher's Twitter, you can read it all through there, um, that Walter Mata is like willing to put Joss Whedon and John Berg on the chopping block, but not Jeff Johns. And so Jeff Johns, who gave us Flashpoint, who gave us Brightest Day, Darkest Night, gave us all these things, like all these ideas came from the Jeff Johns storyline. And he still currently writes comic books nowadays and is known as like one of the current godfathers of comic books. It's um, very interesting, and I want to see how this unfolds. Um, I'm not going to put any type of judgment on like who's right, who's wrong. That's the point of the investigation, and it has gotten to the point where Warner Brothers Pictures is, you know, putting in a third party investigator. Um, a lot of people are speculating that um, Warner Media, which is the bigger conglomerate of Warner Brothers Pictures, is going to try to take away all the DC stuff from Warner Brothers Pictures and be like, it's under our control now. Um, so that means it's on HBO, it's on whatever we want, and one of the pictures doesn't have any say of what gets made anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because uh, Toby Emmerich, uh, who uh, is the Warner Brothers president, um, is now Warner Media. The top person is like this uh, younger guy. I forget his name. I'm sorry, but I read an interview where he was talking about like HBO Max is kind of the future. Um, and streaming is the future. So uh, it'll just it'd be interesting to see where this all plays out. And yeah. Um, where it all comes in, Colin comes in. So um, that's what I got so far. Um, stay tuned next week for more. <laughs> um, who's next? Kaylin, what you got? Man, all right. So 35th anniversary um, for, for Mario. There was a Nintendo Direct that happened, and there was an announcement of uh, three games. It's Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So there's going to be a three-in-one game coming out um, with with some remaster. It's going to be sixty bucks. It's going to come out on September eighteenth, and it has Super Mario sixty four, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. So not a game, but a a three three game package collection. Yeah, three (laughs) incredible games. Yeah, I love three of them for sixty dollars, which is just cool because I actually. I remember playing uh, Mario 64 a long time ago. Yeah. And I loved it. And I really wanted to play Super Mario Sunshine. And I heard about Super Mario Galaxy, but just never got around to it. So now it's kind of like a... And I'm like, I have a Switch now, you guys. I have... It finally happened. Shout out to Luke. Sunshine is... is Oh, borderline perfect game. Sunshine is like... And now it's going to have better graphics... And I'm just about it. And uh, well, not but, much, not much better. They just increased the frame rate. 
Yeah, but I'm 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 about that life though. It's not better graphics though. though. I'm about that life. My my Um, I only say that because there was a a lot of people who were like praising it, and someone on on uh, Twitter was like, "But Spyro came out with an absolutely new graphics HD for forty dollars, and no one slept on it. No one, yep. Oh no, but it's Nintendo, so they praised Nintendo. No, I know. But as as a as a consumer base, yeah, that's true. So I want to make sure we know Spyro put in the work. Nintendo really. It's sleeping on it. It's a, li- it, yeah. it's a little reminiscent. Shout out to Spyro of- is my point. Shout There's- out to Spyro. You're right, Corey. It's a little reminiscent of the Thundercats Roar show where a lot of mm-hmm. people were like hating on the art style, but no one watched the Will Friedle starred Thundercats remake. And I did. And that was amazing. Anyway, yeah. Go on. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, so there's also going to be um, uh, Super Mario Bros. 35 which is a competitive 35-player uh, online yeah. battle with the last oh, right. Mario standing wins, beat courses while sending each it's other like enemies you defeat. Mm-hmm. It's going to be coming uh, on October 1st until 331, and it's just for Nintendo Switch Online, so you do have to be part of that membership program. Um, but there's, I mean, there's tons of other things that are coming out with them right now, but something that caught my eye today um, was there's some there's some clothing collabs that are coming out for Nintendo. Um, so there's actually going to be uh, Pumas available that are oh, yeah. um, uh, Super Mario themed. And then there's also going to be a Black Milk collection, which I'm so stoked about. Uh, it says clothing. Uh, what they did show is kind of like this sleeveless collared shirt that has the little mushrooms on it. And then it's also part of like a little jumper uh, that has like the star and the mushroom and the coins, little M. Super cute. I've always loved uh, black milk clothing, and I'm very excited for that. There's going to be a sneak peek, a little sneak peek of a lookbook on the 30th of this month, uh, and it's going to start being available on October 5th. Um, Nice. All on my birthday, everyone. Getting black milk clothing. You want to be in spandex? It's not your birthday. I know no. a, approximately one person that really wants that, but uh, you know who's that? The rest of the world will want it too. Sweets, we, uh, we know. Oh yeah. Um. So who's next? Is that all the Mario news? Um, I can go. Okay. If it's my turn, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So as the resident uh, Destiny expert, of course. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, dude. I, Are we still we, doing the alliteration, Destiny dude? Destiny as the as the destiny destiny dude. Um, destiny Desperado. We have Let's do that. we have not Ooh. major news on destiny, just like some really great things to learn. A lot a lot of speculation that's been sort of confirmed, um, or things that they've promised that's been confirmed. Uh, we have the new subclass coming with. First off, we have Beyond Light coming November tenth. It's a major expansion to Destiny. It's kicking off uh, a trilogy that, of expansions. Is that the one where they take away all the first year Destiny stuff, or is that the? Yep. Okay. November 10th, it's going to be vaulting. Uh, they're going to be vaulting older activities that don't get played and are irrelevant, and they're putting in new destinations and activities that are going to be shiny and new and fun, uh, including uh, a brand new subclass for uh, all three of the classes, and it is under the element of stasis. And uh, we have now been starting to learn about what these subclasses can do. We have the Warlock subclass, which is called the Shadebinder. We have the Titan subclass, which is called the Behemoth and the hunter subclass which is called the revenant and these are it's very it's an ice ice and darkness themed uh subclass uh we've seen it do really devastating things in, in trailers before but now we're learning that this is actually going to be taking a much deeper uh a much deeper footing in the whole mmo promise that destiny has been making over the past couple of years after since going 
uh, independent and wanting to shift more to a MMORPG look and feel for their game systems. This is going to be a huge step towards that because this is going to be the first subclass that you can actually get in there and really customize um, everything about it. Somebody did the combination, I think math, and it's like something over 300 combinations of things just from like what they've already shown us. Um, and it's, and it's essentially you have your abilities, you have, then you have these sort of modifier blocks that you slot things in that modify those abilities to do like, for instance, like ice damage or to freeze enemies or something in place. And then you have another, uh, like kind of like runes at the very bottom layer, which can put things in like your slow ability lasts this much longer, but it'll take away 10, you know, strength stat or something. Mm. So, so now you're really getting into like the min maxiness of this plus the armor um, there's going to be a lot of customization going into this. Ooh. And also it looks like they're wanting to slow down combat a little bit because stasis looks like it's going to be really heavily themed on crowd control. It's going to have the devastation that we all know and love from destiny, but it looks like you're going to be able to use these abilities to really slow down the pace of battle, control things like choke points. Cause you have tools like putting up ice walls, like May style from overwatch, like straight up. Oh my up God. Ice I'm wall. so happy. You have things like, like, uh, sounds like, this sounds is like made it's, for it's, me. it's leaning into like the ARPG, like you're building yeah. a build. You can throw a grenade that creates this like giant dome of, of they call a stasis field that just slows anyone it's inside maze of it. Ult, so what you said this yeah. wasn't news before we started this, yet it sounds like you're breaking all of the features down. Yeah, well, they're they're kind of giving us more a deeper look into it's not just like a cool ice like skin on top of like some new supers that kind of felt like <laughs> cool they, ice skin. <laughs> you know, that's kind Better of cool foreskin. You know, you know, oh. the cynics are always going to be you know, pointing skins? there first. So it's cool to see that it's not just a, a cool new look and, yeah. you know, new abilities, but it's actually like de- deepening the character sheet and, and giving you more control over your character customization. Yeah. So um, good things. Yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, right, Corey, everyone knows that I'm the magic man, man, magic yeah. man. I'm the magic <laughs> man. No, magic magister. Magic Magistrate. Yes. Uh, yeah. <coughs> boy. <laughs> uh, so we have some very exciting news. Uh, we've known it's coming, been coming for a while, but uh, on Twitch, we got our first preview of the new Magic Set Zendikar Rising. Uh, and since then, the visual spoilers have just been popping off. Uh, so I am personally very excited for this set. And I know I say that every time, but mm-hmm. this this is going to be a game changer. I I I have uh, been very comfortable with the power creep that's been happening in Magic up until this last set where I realized, oh shit, this game is broken. So Getting out of hand. <laughs> I'm happy to announce that with Zendikar Rising, they are taking a step back uh, and trying to kind of level the playing field a little bit. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, Zendikar is one of the most celebrated sets of all time. Uh, it gave us our first look at what uh, what real Planeswalker power could be. With um, It gave us our first band card, which was Jace the Mind Sculptor, uh, which is still used all the time in modern. Um, but it was a fan favorite because it focused on exploration. Uh, the big difference between this Zendikar Rising and the other two sets is that the big baddies known as Eldrazi, which in my opinion broke the game, they were huge and they had abilities like when you attack, your opponent sacrifices for permanence. And you're like, when oh, they attack, not so. if they hit, not if they, you know. So there was also another one that said, just whenever your opponent energy. sacrifice a permanent, put it under the battlefield under your control. So you would just steal your opponent's board. Wow. Oh my God. Lore-wise, the Eldrazi are gone. So the way this set is being pitched is that the spirit of adventure has returned to Zendikar. So we're introducing a, par- a mechanic called party, as in an adventuring party. 
They've introduced mm. uh, four classes that will be dominant in the set. Clerics, rogues, warriors, and wizards. As they put it, everything you need for an adventure. Mm. Um, with that, the new party mechanic is there, meaning uh, there's going to be cards based off of such things like this card will cast cost less for every party member you have. So if you control all four, the spell will cost four less. If you control two, it'll you know cost two less. Um, with that, we're also getting a brand new mechanic. Uh, we've seen it before, dual-faced cards in Innistrad, and they had a mechanic where you would flip the card over when it would, so quote-unquote, transform, meaning the card had to meet some sort of uh, bar, and then you could transform it into a, a, a more powerful creature. However... Mm-hmm. We're having a new type of dual face cards, meaning you choose which side to play. Once chosen, you stick with it. A lot of these cards that are going to be dominating in this set are the uh, instant or land. So you can choose whether it's you cast it as an instant or if you need a land. For those of you who play Magic, this is huge. Uh, a lot of the times you can win or lose a game by drawing a land card when you don't need it or drawing a spell when you need a land. Mm-hmm. This is here to curve that, uh, that statistic. Essentially. Interesting. Uh, I'm very excited to see how this changes the game. It seems like the playing field for any color or any color combination is going to be pretty even, and it even leaves room for a five-color deck. So this is going to be very exciting for me. Um, With the release date being officially on September 25th, there is a possible release on September 16th for Magic the Gathering Arena and Magic Online. Uh, I highly recommend everyone go check out the visual spoilers for this. The new Planeswalker, Jace, Nahiri... Uh, they look fantastic. Uh, and yeah, I'm, overall, I'm just very excited to see where this set takes the meta of magic. Awesome. Um, Heck yeah. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Big um, change. There's a lot going on There's a lot going world. on in the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, so our next part of the show is where we answer questions from you, the people. The and people. if you'd like to get a nerd on nudge and go at the top of the list, then you can join us. Uh, join the Nerd on Nation at nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. Um, but we also offer a way for everyone that um, can't afford it or want to support us in other ways. Um, just go to uh, our website, go to our contact sheet. But also, if you join our Discord, which is free, but you still don't get those secret uh, ch- server channels as the Nerd on Nation does, go to nerdon.tv backslash Discord. But you can also send it at our internet email address. <laughs> internet email address. <laughs> internet. Which is, it is um, questions at nerdon.tv. Yeah, you Correct. got it. Questions, questions at nerdon.tv. At nerdon.tv. <laughs> Let me say that with uh, confidence. Questions at nerdon.tv. At our internet email. Yeah. What's uh, our first one? Our Give first it to us in inches, Teddy. Is going to be from these are all pretty big questions, too. Pretty oh, okay. world world ending questions. All right. Uh, when putting on your jeans, this is from Blaster Master yeah. Guy. When putting on your jeans, do you vas- fasten and zip or zip and fasten? Fasten and zip. Fasten and zip. Every time. I zip and fasten. Zip and fasten. Because uh, when I fasten first, hmm. it is so much easier to zip because it's already lined yeah, up. Yeah, it's already That drives me nuts for some reason. I I don't know well, why. I haven't had it's funny because it doesn't drive enough. my nuts. <laughs> That's why I do it later. I, 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 I don't like think a, that would happen um, to me. It's like a no. dress zipper. That's the end. It's at the end. Zip. Yeah. I, I haven't had pants tight enough where like if I zipped, I'd have like a something about Mary moment. Neither. Uh, I mean, I used to, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's so, why yeah. just flaps. You just make sure that make sure you're you're doing it right. That phase is behind me now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I always I always button it. Well, I'll be honest though. A lot of my pants are all button up. They're all five hundred ones. Oh, oh. button flies, no zipper, baby. No I zipper hate included. that. Okay, I see you. 
That's that, that so. was like the hot guy pants back in I'm, the day. I mean, it's it's not that it it's it's. I have a frustration. A I'm glad buttons. Corey asked if you hated his. I pants. know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a bad person. You are. I immediately pooped on something he says that is part of his daily life. Good job. Pretty, daily life. They're they're just comfortable. Loves fasting buttons. That's yeah. his favorite thing. He uh, has to do it five times. <laughs> Next question from <laughs> Jack Rabbit. Next question for Jack Rabbit. How much do you think? Nature slash nurture affects raising a kid. I think uh, nurture Both. is um, probably the utmost importance at the very beginning. And then they kind of even out. And when you get to like, as you get to 10. So from like one to three, nurture is super important. From three to 10, nature is very important. And then until 17, all that shit is like, Depends which one they spend most time in. Need a balance. I will give a very short question. Thanks uh, for answer to this question because uh, there are a lot of things I firmly believe in, and I be- I'm going to say this. I think it depends on what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. What it affects? Does it Agreed. affect my taste in food? That's nurture. Does it affect who I am as a person at certain levels? I believe some of that is nature. So. Um, I would say it depends on what aspect of life you're asking about. I think yeah. that is uh, resolutely true uh, because growing up, Tom, Tom's age frame is about correct because there there was a point in time where there was like a pretty big rift between my parents and I because we had a nature, basically a nature versus nurture like situation that was a problem where I didn't see an issue with something that I was like, my morals tell me that this is not wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, the morals we instilled in you, we think are correct. So your instinctive morals on this situation are wrong. So we we had a pretty big clash about it. And it, and it wasn't until later that it was like, oh, okay, that's like your nature kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean, we've settled it and things are since fine, but that was a, that very much ties into this question. I think it's um I think you need a balance and to I guess to answer it like directly how do you how much do you think nature versus nurture affects raising kid I think um they both equally will affect it and it's about maintaining that balance I think I mean I'm not a parent Finding so I can't yeah. I can't I can't attest to or give advice but, you've had parents. but I imagine yeah I ima- and and like looking back like I probably could have used a little bit more nature maybe like uh- yeah, and and oh. I was gonna say to that is where it's like nurture only goes so far, but like you right. can have the best parents in the world, but if your parents don't like teach, like your parents can't teach you how to socialize, exactly. you have to right. actually figure that shit on yourself, and like that means going outside, getting some scrapes on your knees, probably. Getting or they can old. if they're very social and you're and you're always around them and stuff like that. But yeah. if they're not mm-hmm. social, then and they I, can't. Teach you I believe we are at the most progressive point uh, in our timeline, uh, <laughs> our history, that people are realizing that a lot of who people are is is nature and we shouldn't be working to change those things because it doesn't yeah. align with so and so's ideology or whatever it is but right mm-hmm. yeah a lot i mean of people are born who they are yeah it's it's interesting because i think they do have an interplay and it's a matter of which one you want them and especially i think like i talked about it a lot recently where like i really enjoy the superman story because the superman story is a nature versus nurture story and mm. all his life he's known the world he's known the america and earth um but he by nature is a kryptonian and mm-hmm. so, like, he is different by nature. So it's it's like what you know his ideas are built on. But Earth, he accepts but, that side of him, mm-hmm. and, and so I think that's the balance you need. Yeah, to exactly. What I was talking about. So it's it's one of those like 
you, which one's going to play more also depends on the raising the kid. Yeah. So now last question um, is from Black Devil Mamba. Oh, Mamba. How would it- um, And the question reads, oh, last question. <laughs> um, <laughs> are there any places or restaurants that you have missed going to? All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All. Uh, every time I think about it, the beach comes to mind every time. I think about the outside. So it must be the beach. I must really miss it. <laughs> um, yeah. That's my, my home. I usually go visit my parents probably three to five times a year. Mm-hmm. For big occasions, I like being home for my birthday if I can, my sister's birthday. Uh, and that's been the hardest for me. I, get, I don't give a fuck about restaurants and stuff. Um, mm. But family, not being able to see my grandparents, um, not being able to go visit my grandpa, who I've been able to visit up in Washington last few years, uh, last mm. couple of years, pretty frequently. Uh, that I'd say that I'd say not being able to visit my grandpa, especially, has been very hard. I miss I miss spending time with him because we got really close the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, I don't uh, visit my family as frequently as Corey does, but there has been times like at this point, like I probably would have visited them by now. And being at this point where I, it's not wise for me to do so since they're both fucking ancient. Um, yeah. it, it's like I can't do it, and and they're like maybe I visit. Then I was like maybe you stay the fuck home, stupid parents. Stay the hell out of LA. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, but I will say like I have had conversations with friends of was like man, I want to go back to this sushi spot that I went to. It's like yeah, dude. Or, um, mm-hmm. and I'll honestly, like, before everything got shut down, I was, like, in that way of making connections and networking with people that I felt, like, were great in terms of, like, film career. And I kind of, like, would like to do that first, have those formalities of, like, let's go for coffee, let's go get a drink, let's, you know, I'll take you out for a lunch and all that stuff on me. Yeah. And I can't do those things. And yeah. uh, even some of, like, the very, just not conjugal, but more just, like, let's just hang out and do something are not like robbed for me, but like, you know, I, I've been working this entire pandemic and like, sometimes I don't bring lunch and I had to go get takeout and I'm just like, yeah. I would like to do this with somebody. <laughs> this yeah. was going to be the year that I was going to start traveling a lot more. Cause I haven't really traveled a whole lot, like really ever, except for with family. And I was like, well, it's about time. I, I've been wanting to go to pl- a lot of places since college and I'm finally in a place where I can do that. And then yeah. <laughs> yeah. JK, <laughs> Psych, Caitlin. Um, the first thing that comes to mind for me is like ramen bars. Mm, oh, fuck like getting to sit and drink a giant bowl of soup and mm-hmm. a beer. Like that sounds Gone so by. nice. And that's that's not something that you can get as takeout and have it at your house and it be the same. Also with Korean yeah, I'll tell you, I have gotten ramen probably 40 times during this pandemic. <laughs> have, you, have you guys yeah, been to a I restaurant mean, it's, or anything? It's still, not to say that it's not delicious if you get takeout, because I did it yeah, too. It's still um, ramen. <laughs> but, but it's the like social experience and yeah. atmosphere that seeing, I really miss. Seeing your chef put, put all that butter inside your ramen. Oh, yeah. And, you, you know, know your spot, Tom? Insta guilty. Uh, it's well, uh, Shinsengumi? Yeah. Uh, uh, to answer Ollie's question, I have not sat down in a restaurant, but I have ordered things to go. Yeah, so, uh, I went to like a I, Hawaiian spot. I'm like, give me that number fifty. I have twice so far. <laughs> How's it been? Uh, Tom, been you definitely you said it kind of in passing real quick there, but Korean barbecue is another one that I really miss because that is all about like being social and eating uh, and yeah. you know, cooking order and eating. To go. And, yeah, and, uh, so I mean, okay, so you so, can't order KBBQ to go. So all my experience was actually well, you like, can, but 
Caitlin, so let Ollie talk. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was the first, I'm, I'm still the person who's like, I'm not going to go to a theater for a long time. But I went for my cousin's birthday. We went to a um, restaurant. And it's, uh, they practice social distancing, so the tables are farther apart. Um, the staff wears, uh, like, gloves and a uh, mask and a face shield as well. Mm. Um, and then you have to wear masks since you're at your table. And then once you're at your table, you can take off your masks. Um, and it, and it, it felt good. You know, I felt secure. People were following protocol and, you know, there were definitely those people up, up front cause it was, we had outdoor seating. So there were people up front that were like, you know, having arguments about not having masks and, and all this stuff. Yeah. That's like, like a, I'm glad that they're upholding that, you know, they're, they're not letting anybody. It also you know, depends on the them. establishment. Right. So, so yeah, so I, I would say if you are looking, you know, stay home if you can. But if you have to go to a restaurant for any reason, um, scope, you know, do some calling ahead. It's, uh, it's be smart about it. Yeah. Be smart about it. It's in all honesty, like, it's, it's like that where most establishments that actually want to work will, will work within the confines of the precautions. Yeah. But um, a lot of them have been making it work, at least in the other. Yeah. And, and that's, know. and that's the thing where it's like, it's kind of, it's like, I remember the analogy in Lions for Lambs, the Robert Redford film. Where they're like, what if we find a way where people without masks can have a restaurant for themselves? It's like that's like asking drunk drivers to have their own lane. Yeah, like it just doesn't happen. Um, mm. So it's crazy. And uh, when uh, when we all get back, we'll fucking go Korean barbecue someday. Yay! Oh, yeah. Ramen, mm. all of it, baby. Um, all of it. Well, that's it. That has been all of our questions, everyone. Thank you for listening to the episode. My air conditioning just died, so that's sad. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, I just read it on my you have phone. air conditioning? Like, it died. Yes, and I paid for it. <laughs> um, uh, so, everyone, I hope you're staying cool. By the time we were listening to this episode, we have had a huge heat wave. It's been rough. I'm dying. It um, is 96 degrees in my office right now. Yeah. Oh, my um, lord. We hope so. all of you are doing well, staying hydrated, taking care of each other, being yeah. good to each other. Um, we thank everyone from listening. Also, if you haven't found them from listening, from listening, if you haven't joined the Ner- the Nerdon Nation, join nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. But if you can't support that way, give us a review, rate it, share with your friends. Just we- watch some of our YouTube. Watch Hang some of YouTube. Twitch. Also, share with other people. Uh, it's honestly it comes. It's a grassroots thing. We're a community, and the best way that we can support each other is just share the goodness of the thing. And if you don't yeah. like this episode then find one that you do and learn to like this one then. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, But yes, um, everyone, that's it. Um, You know the drill. As always, Nerd Nerd on. on.